to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hey, welcome along to episode 297 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. We are very... I'm Sam, I forgot. <laughs> you had one job, I Sam. had one job. One job. <laughs> you know who I am by now. And if you don't, welcome. Uh, the Chris Actually, Sa- yes, welcome. I'm hoping that there's a few people maybe from uh, the improv group that's uh, listening. Been staring in, staring so. at your shirt. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe. Jim, Jim, if you're listening, Heidi, um, Jamie. Uh, All yeah, the 18 Sarah. players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, thank you and welcome. And uh, hello to everybody else. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, yes. Uh, this week, uh, we had to say another f- sad farewell. My car blew up. Yes. Uh, was it due to the 186 kilo pumpkin I was carting around in the back of a Toyota Vitz once? Probably not, but I think that stuffed the suspension at one point. Yeah, that wouldn't have stuffed the oil up. Um, but no, it's uh, the mighty Vitz is no more. So I'm currently carless. Uh, hopefully have something sorted on Monday, the day after this comes out, but we will see. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I hate shopping for a car. I think I just hate shopping for anything that's big purchase items, to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I, I think that whole decision part of it is the worst part. Like, but I think on top... When, to- when, when yeah. you're moving the house or something oh, and you've uh, got to find a place, hate it, hate looking, hate finding, hate all the rest of it until you move in, then I'm all good. Again. The thing that makes it worse is when there's urgency. Need yeah. a car because you have to go to work or, yeah. you know. Yeah, but at least you don't care. Like you're like me. If it's if oh, it's a car, yeah, yeah, yeah that's goes, right, that's right. And yeah, yeah, I don't really give it a toss. No, and, that's right. You know, yeah, it was yeah. good. Hey, um, I forgot to tell you the other week uh, on the podcast. I know I told you off here. Uh, I watched the New Zealand film This Town. Uh, quirky film. Oh yeah, and I forgot all about it, and I need to watch that. Yeah, we will get a copy of it for you. Uh, it's a quirky film. Um, very got a lot of David Bainish references in there, um, but there's a bit at the start where the guy goes, he he goes through a quick montage of what he likes doing, and it's like I like doing this, this smashing pumpkins, and he's smashing pumpkins with like sledgehammer, and which is like bizarre in itself. But I've got a funny feeling this is one of the films that had contacted me to source giant pumpkins, and it was out of season. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, not not a bad film. I liked how it looked and uh, had some funny moments, and it was all right. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, yeah, I've got a few upcoming, potentially upcoming um, gigs, which I'm sure they're really happy to give me because I haven't paid for my uh, annual registration with them. So have they I'll not just, hit, that, hit you up about that? They have. I've just oh, ignored it. Okay. So they'll let me do the job, and then they'll take the money out of that job. Well, if they, you know, why yeah, which not? works for me. I mean, you know, talking about films, Chris. Uh, I didn't go to Blink. Is that what we're talking about? No, not no. that. No, the movie watched last night, thanks to oh Adam. My God. <laughs> we, uh, I had already blanked that from my mind. We uh, we followed Adam's suggestion. Uh, don't watch a trailer. Go completely blind into watching this film called "How Jesus Shows You the Way to the Highway." And yes, it's a film. <laughs> it's an Estonian Ethiopian uh, production. Production. We so found that out. might give you some concept. There's no really. concept. If you are into, oh, I don't even know what you'd be into, to be honest. <laughs> uh, no, if you're into sci-fi-ish slash 
different films uh yeah go check out get a copy of how jesus shows you the way to the highway just watch it don't even watch the trailer very interesting definitely watch it with so sam and i watch a bunch of these movies together it is really good to uh rip it to pieces with somebody and laugh because i I will say whatever else you think about this film which makes no sense in a lot of the time it's got some great dialogue in there from time to time we totally laughed uh out loud uh a few times through that movie it it was fun and it It was a little bit longer than i think it should have been personally but yeah, yeah there was one point where i thought it had finished and then it went for another 20 minutes <laughs> which was fine but uh a lot of work went into it oh yeah yeah a lot yeah, of work and there was a lot of people um, so yeah yeah uh yeah no and and i thought the acting was pretty good actually and i did hear this from adam in person because i had made it to the blink cast and crew screening which is a short film we helped out with two years ago yeah and it's finally ready for film festivals and uh, if you get a chance to go and see it, I haven't seen it yet, so yeah, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. You, you can say that. <laughs> yeah, go see it. Another uh, great short film made right here in the Waikato. Yep, there's a whole a bunch of them, and both of us are helping out with another one next month. Next yes, month? yes next can't month. remember the name of it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly can't remember. Uh, we don't know whether we'll be recommending that one. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> see how that turns out. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right, I'm going to change tack totally now. Good. That's what I World's like. World's longest married couple. Oh, exactly. Good, 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 well, good. I, I don't know. I, I thought it was interesting. I don't know why I wrote this down. Maybe this is the feel-good story, and now I'm like, who wants a feel-good story? I don't know. Chris wants to feel people up good. <laughs> Shh. Okay, I'm not Trump, no. Married 79 years. They've been married for 79 years. So they've I been rec- that, rec- okay. recognised by Guinness. He's 110 and she's 104. I thought, yeah, okay. I thought there'd be someone married longer than that. No, usually one of them's dead by that Yeah, stage. true. I thought someone had cracked 80. Okay, cool. Yeah, Look yeah, good on um, them. I was surprised at how old they were, actually, when you just said 110. Yeah, so he's 110, she's 104. Um, they married in secret as neither family approved. Oh, oh that, yeah, of course. Back <laughs> so, in the day. Yeah. So parents obviously know what's best for oh, their what children. Con- what country is this in? Do you know? Oh, I don't recall. No, that's I right. I don't know if I mentioned. Okay, we'll make it up. Um, I, I was going to say UK, but that's because I was listening to the BBC and I was listening to somebody with an English accent. It doesn't mean it was anything. Not at all. Not at all. Um, they, uh, they have five children, 11 grandchildren, 21 great-grandchildren, which That's doesn't not, sound like a lot. No, they have not been breeding. Normally these stories, they have uh, 400. Like, yeah, exactly. That's what I was expecting. And they said love, maturity, and respect was what they put uh, the long le- oh, come longevity on. We, of their marriage to. We, what we want to hear is the batshit crazy story. Like, how did you? what's your tip for living to age 100? And the old woman's like, I eat a whole block of chocolate every day. Or drink 27 <laughs> coffees. You know, we don't care about the normal stuff. Yeah. I thought it was... I'm just reading it now. I went, why did I bother writing this? Sound, I don't, anyway, but I, what, I think it's pretty cool. What sort of emotional married. state were you in while you were writing That's this down? probably a good... Oh, might have been, no, <laughs> good hey, so good news with the uh, upcoming 300th episode. Woo-hoo! Yes, yes. It, uh, we were going to say the venue? Probably not. I don't know. Up to you. No, let's not. Okay. Uh, get hold of us if you want to come along and we'll let you know the venue. RSVP with us uh, 22nd? 
uh, Tuesday, 22nd of September. Not long uh, to go. Um, we're going to be open there. Well, we, we'll be there from 6 o'clock, but the show will start at 7. Yep, bit of mingling. Have a drink. Make sure you drink lots. Uh, you might need it. And, uh, yeah, be very good. Is my mic even working? Yes. Okay, cool. Your mic is working. <laughs> so there we go. Exciting announcement. Uh, yes. Yep. Make sure you tell your friend and uh, bring them along. Yes. And if you do turn up, you've got to buy a couple of drinks. Otherwise, I've got to, I've got to, pay, I've got to pay the shortfall. There's a minimum spend we have to do on the bar. And if you don't buy them, we have to cover it. And uh, as you know, I'm a heavy drinker. So I'll probably- yeah. Sam, Sam's not allowed any. Because uh, he's going to have to uh, deal with the uh, technical side of things. Uh, no, I'm joking. Um, and RSVP for us. And we'll let you know because we can only get. Yes. Five people oh, that's right. That's it. right. And we would actually like people that actually have listened to the podcast there. Yes. Because if you come in cold to a live thing, you might be a bit traumatized. <gasps> I got a I, I got a job on BGT, an offer of a job on BGT. Like, yeah. they came up, and I was like, "This is the ideal job for somebody, not me, absolutely not." Okay. Me. But you have to be a Shortland Street fan. If you're an absolute Shortland Street fan, know the storylines, know the personalities, yeah. know who they are, know where they're at. Nescafe are doing a series of ads interviewing people that, that oh. are short, and they're talking about shorties. And they'll it's ten hours in Auckland. They'll take you and they'll they'll do the interview, do the filming, and pay it um, just under three grand. Nice. I'm like, if I was a Shortland Street fan, that'd be the ultimate job. Imagine going in and you somehow faked your way into it. But then when you're there, you're just like, oh, I love it when Tim and Jemima went out and did this thing. And they're like, what? That's right. It's the short and straight I watch. <laughs> Dr. Ropata has just come back from bloody Guatemala. He's not in Guatemala anymore. I remember that. Oh, God. I'm working my way through the back catalogue. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But um, you can come in and... Be fans of the Chris and Sam podcast, come to our show and be live on air, and we will pay you uh, nothing. <laughs> I was just wondering where that was going. I was like, what? Yeah, we will not be paying you anything if you're lucky. Um, we'll let you buy me a drink. We might, have, we might be able to get through an actual episode normally. We'll see. Yes. Um, they had a story this week yes. about the, COVID, the government's COVID WhatsApp implementation, right? Our government. Yeah. So our I didn't government know we had one. Yeah, no, well they don't, I don't have, have WhatsApp. So no, they yeah. don't have it anymore. They turned it off. So anyway, uh, it ran from. Um, so they sort of they launched it on April the second as they were going, and they said we've got to harness technology as part of the fight. We're going to pump out all the content. We're going to put stuff on there, and it was sort of just the same stuff that you see everywhere else. Uh, during level four, they had about 6,000 people on it. At level two, they only had 1,500 people using it every day. and That's dis- a lot of people. That's more than I would have guessed. Oh, okay. Anyway, so that's all good. How much does it cost to set up a WhatsApp channel in your head? Oh, so they've closed it down. It was only running for a couple I of months. I would have said free. No, no. There's money because you've got people that have to man it and run it, I guess. Yeah, okay. I'd say uh, a couple of grand a month. Did you say $672,000? That's how much they spent on it. You're joking. No. We're in They're the They're getting right- all the content from somewhere else. All they got to do is copy and paste. I could copy and paste for 300000 maybe two fifty. 
250 like, at a stretch. Yeah. 250. We're in the wrong job. <laughs> in the wrong <laughs> job. Holy crap. So yeah. did you hear about um, convalescent plasma in, in the States? It sounds... Oh, no. What is it? Okay. Convales- convalescent plasma is not a new thing. Convalescent plasma has been used for other things, uh, other viruses and stuff like that. So what it is, is if you've had it, you've gone through it, and you've got the antibodies in your blood, you donate some blood, they spin out the plasma and they put the plasma into somebody... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. ...who's got it or getting it. Yeah, okay. I've sort um, of heard of this, Yeah, yes. and, and it, the antibodies help, okay. and they're already there they, and they help fight it. Are they right? doing it COVID time? Yeah. So um, Trump has just made a big announcement, oh, probably near a week ago now, but it's hard to tell because time is all contracted in Trump world. Um, and he's like, we've... Fast-tracked it with the FDA. It's a fast-tracked approved treatment for COVID, blah, 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 convalescent plasma. 35% effective. And everyone's got 35% effective, 35% effective. Anyway, it comes out that they read it wrong. Yeah, of course. (laughs) They read read the medical journal journal wrong. When it has the three and then the dash and the five, it doesn't mean 35. It means three to five percent effect. No, I, I, I disagree with you. Dashes are there for a reason. It's to help space out the total of 35. 35. That's how you say it. That's a pretty bad mistake, though. No, like, seriously. They, they're like, no, it's three to five percent effective. It's like it's not dangerous. It's not going to do any harm, unlike the hydroxychloroquine thing. Oh, so it's not as bad as that, but no. it's still like. 35% effective. Um, no, no, it actually says 3 to 5% effective. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe he just read his, um, what do you call it, teleprompter. Right? Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's just them covering him up, how freaking senile he is. Oh, God. He's crazy. Um, so have you heard of Akon City? Akon isn't, no, I haven't. Akon, have you heard of Akon? The musician. musician. Yeah, and he was famous for a song, like, I can't remember what it was now, but yes. I don't know. I think I've heard of him. I have no idea what he sings or what he sounds like or anything. Oh, he was real big with one song, and I assume he's been lurking around doing stuff. And um, Yeah, I think he's making a lot of money because he's he's actually from Senegal. uh, He was born in Senegal. He came over to the States, I'll probably get this wrong, but something like 10 years old or 8 years old or something like that. So he's quite proud of his African roots, you know what I mean, which is cool. So anyway, yeah, he is building the African Wakanda. Ah, but he he actually started doing this before that film was made, mm. and so six billion dollars to make the city futuristic city the most. Um, but have they, but have uh, they started? Technologically, or are yes, they in planning? Just starting now. Oh. So I think that's the thing. It's been planning for years. They've got I forget whether it's two or three billion of the money. Now, nice. And they're still getting That's the pretty together. good. And he's the main. Be, and it's he's the be main cool guy. Icon City, and yeah, oh. yeah, it's his thing that he's been putting together and pulling people in and getting where, the funding. Where and, would you build Chris City in New Zealand? <laughs> <laughs> and would it just be you laughing on street corners on like speakers? <laughs> and it's like it's time to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Every hour on the hour. Oh, a yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, it's twelve o'clock because it's that laugh. <laughs> Uh, and he gets drunk and drunk as the night goes on. Um, <laughs> Sam just about spat his tea out at that. Um, so yeah, no, um, I don't know. I, I my city wouldn't be a city. I oh. am so solitary. It would be a, yeah. a cave, oh, just more, for you, more like a castle. 
Oh, more like a castle. Yeah, just on a cliff overlooking an ocean. That'd be great. Amazing. Yes. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, Acon City, Senegal. They had this. So people obviously, due to COVID and stuff, have been looking at different jobs and things, right? Yeah. This guy sort of popped up this week in a story, and uh, it was quite interesting because he used to be in the Air Force for seven years. Then he spent five years in the police force. And then he thought, who's going to grow mushrooms? And he's a mushroom farmer. Like, I think you're missing a big piece of the story there. Yeah, what's the big piece? The big piece of the story is he listens to the Chris and Sam podcast. And he heard a few months ago that um, one of the most famous, uh, one of the visa entries that was allowed in the middle of lockdown level four was a mushroom consultant. That's right. Um, and so he went, holy <coughs> crap, how do I do that? I guess to begin with. I need to uh, start being a mushroom farmer, then I can become a mushroom consultant, like the good people from Christian Sam podcast. I know. I was actually, go- <laughs> I was actually going to say this sounds like someone that probably has listened to us just because it's so weird. Um, <laughs> he initially wanted to open a truffle farm, but that's very, very hard. Big risks involved. Oh yes, yeah, um, totally. So he figured out other things, and then he's doing. Far- he set up this mushroom farming thing, and he's growing 50 kilos a week of mushrooms. There he is in his mushroom growing room. Oh, okay. But is he wa- that in like a shed or a basement? Uh, it's a shed and then it's got like a grow room in there. So yeah, we yeah. could be doing that right here where we're sitting. Yep, get rid of the studio. Potentially. Uh, he sells them at Little Marketing. And the thing is, though, he's getting very popular on YouTube. He's a YouTube mushroom YouTuber. Um, and he now wants to see small. You're, you're smirking like that's a hilarious thing when you're you're a giant pumpkin YouTuber. Um, what's the difference? So I'm, <laughs> that's right. I'm currently writing a book about people uh, following their passions or starting their ideas, no matter how big or small. And this guy is a perfect example. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, he. Uh, yeah, you need to interview. Possibly. Well, no, no, I'm not going to interview. I'm just going to mention him. No, no. You should. You should get a hold of him and have a chat on the phone. Record it. No, I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> I've read that article, Chris. It's all I need. I just need to listen to this again. I've covered it all. Oh, God. Okay. It'll be fine. Um, there was a hot air concert in Bristol. What does that mean? I know. It's brilliant. Um, so what they did is they had some local uh, composers, musicians, compose some music, and they all did it in the same key. And it's a sort of a gentle music. And then they got it all together and they um, recorded the music and all that sort of thing. And they got these hot air balloons and they <coughs> wired huge speakers to the sides of them and flew them over Bristol. And this and it just fills the, the whole city with this music. But you can't tell where it's coming from. Oh, my God. The paranoid and- 5G people <laughs> would be losing their minds. <laughs> That's not going to help people. Uh, it sounded pretty good, but she goes because it's all in the same key. As one balloon goes closer or further away, it, it's transitioning to the other music. And because they're similar sort of styles, it's, yeah. She said because this is an open air art piece. Effectively, have you heard this sound? Uh, it makes? Yeah, they played a bit. Yeah, it, it was quite nice. It was okay. it was very. Cafe music, uplifting. Hamilton's version, I'm just thinking of it, that have three speakers in the centre of centre uh, garden place. That's it. Yeah, they might have ACDC on. <laughs> no, no. They'd have, um, what's his face doing his music? That makes no Devil sense. Tongue. Devil 
skin. No. No, okay. All right, so, so anyway. Um, but, yeah, no, I thought it sounded pretty cool. It sounded pretty cool. Interesting concept. Overall. That's pretty cool. It reminded me David Blaine's just done his latest stunt. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because he, he's, he's pretty impressive, his stunts. Oh, well, they are and they aren't. Okay. They aren't. Because the big one, you remember he locked himself in that giant ice cube? Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, I think Penn and Teller have got very, very strong views on that. Okay. They're like, there's nothing special about that. It's warmer in the than outside. Like, he was just in a warm room because the ice actually works as insulation. Yeah. That's the trick. So he didn't do anything. He just stayed in a room for however long. Like, who cares? Uh, no, but he's just done his latest one. He wanted to do in New York, but due to planning difficulties, i.e. it wouldn't have worked, he went to the Arizona desert and he basically is holding on to a bunch of balloons and he wanted to fly up to 18,000 feet holding on to some balloons. Uh, he's very proud that he did it. It's his best stunt ever. He's very happy with his team. Uh, he decided to put his parachute on halfway up. Oh, by the way, he didn't go to 18. He went to 28,000 feet in the end, I think it was. So he's hold, like he's literally holding on and then somehow his parachute's there and he's like, oh, I better put that on. So he's putting that on. But I think they're all attached to his harness. He's not literally holding. Uh, and then he released them at, uh, and then parachuted down. That was his latest thing. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But I was just like, and he's in this desert, which is cool because there's nothing around. And it says, originally, you want to do it in New York. I'm like, okay. Well, you can I do it off the top of a building, but maybe. I don't know where you're going to land. That was the problem. He missed his uh, designated landing spot, but he, they were, he was okay. I mean, there's only so much you can do. So that's, uh, yeah, that was good. What else has been happening? Um, I think I've got nothing else. Well, I've got New Guinea singing dogs. What is the uh, Okay, yeah, of course. Have you ever heard of them? They're Indonesian, or they do. So New Guinea singing dogs are dogs, uh, wild so, dogs, and so they do. They, they make a sound. In harmony. Really? And they, uh, what are, oh, there's a... Once we put them in a balloons, tonal, t- <laughs> they'll be everywhere. They'll be great. I've got an idea. Let's ring someone. They tonally go up and down, so they go. Oh, oh Jesus! Just what you say, need. It sounds yeah. horrible. No, I, actually, I, I heard it, but it yeah. sounds pretty bad. But just what you what need. I thought was interesting about them. They thought they were extinct in the wild, and there's like a uh, hundred or something, two hundred. I don't remember. A small in number. Captivity around the world. Oh, okay. But they're all inbred. Yeah, they're yeah. inbred because they've they've come from like three or four. Yeah, groups yeah. Or there's only so many. Or whatever. So anyway, they found this whole um, uh, wild um, patch of them out there. So they've grown the genome, and there's so much more diversity in that. And that, and that was the thing that got me. I just never thought about that whole genetic diversity thing being such a problem when animals get to that level of extinction. So now you've got the uh, white rhino, black rhino, whatever, and the, I don't know how many you've got. Yeah. A couple of dozen maybe left. Well, that so, was the problem. That's the problem with the, a lot of the tigers in captivity as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm like, God, don't you have a genetics bank that you can start? We need to – maybe that's your next new job. Forget this mushroom farming thing. Go yeah. be a semen collector for all the um, – Yeah, good, good. Um, you know, ex- endangered – Animals. Maybe you get a bit of danger pay for for wanking off a, uh, <laughs> just, a, a li- just a little, <laughs> just a little bit of danger pay. You buy them a drink first, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, I think we probably, I'm not drinking too, by the way, just saying, I'm having a coffee. So maybe we should call this before it gets any worse, this episode. Uh, oh, if you want. I was just going to say what's coming up this week. Um, well, oh yeah, what I haven't said. Oh, big news. Yeah, go. What is it? TEDx Rukura is on for the 20th of uh, September. Touch and go, I think, for a little bit. Yeah, it was, and that's... COVID. All related to the COVID thing. The old Rona um, sneaking our, around. Yeah, we're, we're at level two, um, and so it's a m- maximum of 100 people yep. in, the, in the building. So that makes it sort of non-viable. So we've had to change our offering. Um, people that have bought, already bought tickets uh, have the opportunity to cash them in, or they can still come along, but it'll be there won't be food available and stuff. Um, and we've done all that but you don't need to you can watch it live streamed it where you're going to promote the live stream heavily have um, a tedx viewing party with your family yeah yeah well It'll, anybody you know that likes it because your family might not because my family well actually my family some of them will yeah no i think it's a good there's some good things there obviously the speakers are great but there's some good talking points it'll get you talking my family's go-to is starting to talk about the weather every single time I don't. It's an automatic well, actually, reaction. My family is pretty good because if we have anything, it's we all have a joke. You start with a joke. Oh, real? Everybody makes everybody else laugh. It's oh my god! And then what? You're laughing like you? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's, like, it's like an echo chamber of craziness. What's going on? Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Um, but anyway, yeah, no. Uh, so tedxrecura.com forward slash live. It will be on. But if you have never seen anything, go to TEDxRukura.com. That's uh, T-E-D-X-R-U-A-K-U-R-A. We will have the link in the show notes. Check out thechristensandpodcast.com forward slash EP297. Yes. And, um, yeah, and uh, go to past speakers and all the videos in there. You can watch some of those. Absolutely recommend it. One of them you'll recognize That'd be Sam. He yep. did his TEDx talk in 2017. I remembered to put it. Yes, I remembered to put it on LinkedIn the other day. Oh, good on so you! So it's on there good, now. Good, good. So, so uh, talking about his uh, setting up of the New Zealand Twitter Secret Santa. I think the trick, though, sometimes is the, and this is the same within the. If you see the live event or you watch the streaming, but even if you watch the recorded ones after the fact, sometimes the talk is way better than the title and description. Yep. Like, it does pay just to watch them, because you'll know straight away if it's good or not, like, if you like it, if it resonates with you. And, um, and that's the thing. So I go to live, to I've been to so many TEDx's around the country, and TEDx Wellington has just announced their one's coming up in July, so it's a while away, oh, yeah. but it's going to be the biggest I, one in Australasia. I it's had, at the Michael Fowler Centre. I Wellington. had to think what month it was today. When you said <laughs> July, I was like, hey, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so hey, that's the, cool. The, the, yeah, so I'm, I'm... Oh, the Chris and Sam podcast on a road trip. Yeah, I think so. Got I'm enough time to organise that? Yeah, I'm definitely keen on that. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so um, when I go to uh, TEDx, I don't want to know who the speakers are. I sit down and I just let watch them in the order that the curators have picked, um, which I, I think is the best way to watch them usually. And, um, and then, uh, yeah, and just enjoy it. So I suggest if you do that, go to TEDxRukura.com, go to the past speakers and, and listen to them. If you do want a recommendation, I will say PSA Lang's one is very, very good. Yeah. Um, definitely worth um, checking out. 
A lighter one might be Michelle Howie's from last time. That was a bit of fun. A few laughs in that. Um, Sam's one, of course. Um, of course. I do like, I'm quite partial to Pamela's one, but um, that's because I've probably seen it more than anyone else's. Yeah, it's good. Because uh, she's replay, re- replayed it a few times. And yeah, no, and there's, there's a bit of something for everyone in there. Check that out. Uh, and of course, let us know if there's anything uh, that you like. We'd love to hear about it. But we'd, you know what we'd really like, Chris? We'd like some feedback. Give us a rating review on Facebook. You can do that on Facebook. Apparently, people are on Facebook. Talking about Facebook, I'm just not liking that new design that I had to change to. They made it compulsory. It just seems to go slow for me. And I really think it's because I have a whole lot of ad blockers. So I don't see a lot of stuff and I don't really see ads. Um, which is great. and uh, But the thing with Facebook, and this is only really for people that run pages, every time you post something, you get all these stupid notifications for them wanting to promote it. Hey, if you promote it now, you can reach another 4,000 people, which is fine because that's always been like that. But I get multiple ones of them a day now. We got like three for the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm like, hey, you haven't posted for a while. Maybe you should post. Because if you don't post natively through Facebook, it doesn't know. We are posting. Just leave me alone. I yell at it quite a lot because I don't think I'm going to turn it off. Yeah, it is, it, Facebook's annoying as hell. Um, I don't mind the new look. I don't. I like the I look. Yeah. It just seems to be clunky and not work as well for me. For yeah. some, But it, maybe it's just all this blocking yeah. stuff. Anyway. Uh, and I'm still not putting Facebook Messenger on my phone. Screw that. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, leave us a comment or review. We'd love it. Yes, That'd be great. Yes. And, so, um, if you have uh, what, what were we were asking for the three hundredth episode, money, <laughs> not necessarily. But if you have ideas of what you think is the best, uh, oh, just episode, follow us on Facebook, and we'll have the list up soon. Yep, yep, Because yep. we'll, uh, yeah, we'll start working. Yeah, on that. and just start adding in anything that you guys suggest for awards nights. Yes. So until <laughs> next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.